for a lot of women, I think that's what stops them a lot of the time. And just because it's something that I think a lot of women don't venture into, but doing it as something where in the beginning, you are really planting seeds for your future. And if you invest the time and the money into learning the skill, maybe it's not in the first year, maybe it's not in the second year, but if women recognize the idea that this is a skill that will never go away for the next however many years of their life. And if they start young, like 20, 18, wherever, even any time in their life, if they start young and put the time forward and you don't have to study 20 hours a day, I think it's so important to have a work-life balance and study all the time and like as much as you can, but it's actually applying that. But if you can plant seeds and start studying now, this is a skill that will grow into giant like redwood trees for the rest of your life if you want. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast, a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Welcome back, everybody, to the Steady Trade Podcast. Today is a very special episode. Today, it's going to be the ladies who are rocking trading. And I'm very excited to have four uh, traders here who are at really kind of the beginning of their journey. Uh, they're not at the exact beginning, but we're still getting them early enough before they become too famous that they can't make time for our interviews. So I'm very, very excited. I'm going to ask each of them to introduce themselves. And if you ladies want to share your Twitter handle or how people could get in touch with you on social media, please say that as well. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about their journey, about what got them interested in trading, uh, how they stay encouraged when the chips are down. So please welcome uh, to the Study Trade Podcast. Ladies, I'm really excited to talk to you today. So thank you so much. Of course, Tessa Lamping, we've had on before, but this is uh, going to be fun to have all the ladies in the house. So thank you guys for being here. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you. Tessa, why don't you start? And just give the audience a little sense if they, in case they haven't seen you on our podcast before. And by the way, we did an interview with Tessa. I did an interview with Tessa probably, what is it, six months ago? I believe How, so, yes. Yeah, give or take six months ago. So if you guys want to see, that's an amazing conversation we both have. So be sure to check her out in that uh, episode. But please tell, tell this audience as if they don't know you, who you are and uh, where they can find you and how you got started in trading. Definitely. Um, my name is Tessa Lamping. You can find me on every social media just about um, under Tessa Lamping. And you can even go to tessalamping.com to read more about my journey and what I'm learning over time. And I got started, I guess, my kid's almost two now. So two years ago. And it I've just been studying like crazy. Last time we spoke, I had just started a live account. I was read for about 
two or three months. Now I've been five months green and uh, I'm thankful for every bit of it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, Thank you, Tessa. <laughs> it's awesome. No, it's that's part of that's part of what I think is so amazing about women is we have this ability to encourage each other uh, and and be happy for one another, even if we're not having the same experience. So, Michelle, tell us a little bit about you, please. So um, I have been in Tim Sykes Challenge um, since August 2018. Um, I work full time um, as a retail manager. So I didn't have as much time as I wished to actually study and buckle down um, and do what I needed to do. Um, I was lucky enough in November, actually, of last year that um, I was able to quit my job and study more and actually open a trading account um, in February of this year. So I've only got, you know, nine months of screen time. Um, so I have good days and bad days. Um, it, it's just still all ups and downs for me. Um, I feel like, um, you know, my dad on my bad days, I have a lot of, you know, friends that help keep me up and, you know, just keep me, I've got a really good support system. So that helps with me not quitting yet. Um, yeah. and I don't think I'll quit. I love it. I really do. Um, I just, you know, got to build that confidence in what I know and, and go with that. Um, you know, so that's kind of, and what got you, story. what got you into it? Um, I've always kind of watched the stock market only because I've got a few, um, 401ks and four three Bs and I just kind of wanted to make more than what they're making for me a year, you know, a couple hundred dollars a year on those, you know, and I wanted to be able to quit retail um, and not do that my entire life because retail is horrible. I hate it. I really do. <laughs> um, so um, that was a goal. And then I found Tim Sykes on Instagram, just following, you know, seeing traveling pictures. And I love to travel, super passionate about traveling. And I was like, you know what, why don't I just give this a try? So, and like I said, you know, when I started the challenge, I didn't get in as much study time as I had wished and hoped for, um, just because of the full-time job working 40 to 60 hours a week and, you know, um, retails different hours all the time. So it was really tough. Um, so I've really kind of buckled down now and, and that's my, you know, that's why I'm here. Yeah. So awesome. That's awesome. Emily, how about you? Hi. Um, so my, uh, socials are all Emily Curley, either that or, um, EM, M Curley on Instagram and things like that. Uh, I got started when I was like 16, my parents made me take a class with, um, like Dave Ramsey, who's like super old school, like always talks about like no debt, like financial freedom. And he kind of taught all of the things, um, that you don't actually learn in school with, with like retirement funds. And I remember being really young and learning about compounding interest. And I was like, this is amazing. And it was like, uh, I think it's coined as the ninth wonder of the world. And ever since then, I was just so passionate about financial literacy because I was like, that equated to freedom for me. So she has a kid. I was like, wow, if I just like, use my money in the right way and I invest correctly, like I can be free at a young age. And if I start young, then it, it works out. Um, so that was kind of my start. And ever since then, I've been like saving every penny to eventually invest when I turned 18 and now day trading. But that was kind of my start. 
And um, when I graduated from high school, I took a few classes and actually got a marketing job with a company called Park Mudder. It's a mud run company. And I started working for my laptop and I moved to Maui and I was still working for my laptop. So I kind of got that experience of having that location freedom and time freedom to the point. I was like, this is really amazing, but I was still having to answer calls with people and having to deal with a lot of sales and marketing and individuals. So this year, um, I was still doing that, but my boyfriend is also in the challenge group. He had heard about this like 20 years ago or something. And he's like, you know, I've been seeing this guy around for a really long time. And I think um, I think I want to start learning how to day trade because the market was so hot this year. So um, me and him ended up joining and now we've been in it since I think August. So it's like my fourth month, but just studying every single day together. It's so fun to do it as a couple and like wake up every single day and like just trade the whole day. So if he's down, I'm always going to be like, it's just learning experience. Like everything's going towards teaching. Um, but it's a really great support system there. And yeah, we just started a few months ago. It's still super fresh, but I am like so passionate about financial literacy. Nothing gets me going. Like just bring that up to friends. I'm always like that girl, like that nerdy girl who's talking about um, yeah. like money and finances. So yeah, that was Beautiful. my start. Beautiful. That's really quite special. Emily, how old were you when your parents exposed you to Dave Ramsey? I think I was 15 or 16. I was in high school. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. What an incredible gift. Do they? Do you think that they realize now that that one choice is what kind of started the domino effect to where you are now? I, you know, it's just my mom now. And she, I, she's always been like, you know, Emily, any, any decision I make, she's like, oh, Emily will be fine. She'll get it. And I, I thank her all the time. Like, you have no idea what giving that kind of gift to a kid does and I just encourage everyone like you need to read this book you need to read this book and I'm like because I mean it's a really great start for kids at least because I always viewed credit in a different way and I viewed money in a different way and like every hour of work like I'd look at a shirt and I'm like oh that's $15 like that's an entire hour of work at my job and it just gave gives you a completely different mindset about what money actually means as far as freedom with your life and freedom with your time and your family and be able to support other people like Tim Sykes with his foundation. And it's just yep. really amazing. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Well, I'm on the big island, Emily. So once this pandemic yeah. calms down, we'll have to have a nice little time. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't really seen Maui. I've been on Maui, but mostly for some workshops. So I still need yeah. a little tour. I, I, I look out over Haleakala because I'm up on Kohala Mountain. So, oh but I have to I climb. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I have no idea. Former New I Yorker. Sometimes I can just like when the when the sky is clear, I'm like, oh, there it yep. is. You can see us peeking yeah. over the horizon. Yeah. So cool. we'll have to we'll have to do a little a little fun exchange of visiting each other's islands. Absolutely. Most people think we can just you know walk over to Maui or Oahu. They don't realize how far the islands are apart yeah. from each other. Take a boat like like yeah. Catalina. Like it's right exactly. down like no, no, no boats. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Brandy, tell us a little bit about your journey, if you would. Well, um, I started with Tim Sykes uh, May of this year. Okay. Um, and I went all in. I actually, when the pandemic hit, my job was affected. Um, mm-hmm. At a six-figure job, so on unemployment, 
Um, but I have myself set up so that I'm okay for a couple of years. I don't really have okay. to work. I can just, um, you know, study and that's all I do. Yeah. Uh, just recently there was um, an interview with Paul and um, I joined Paul's team as well, which kind of helps me control myself in the trading world. I have a real hard time with commitment. Once I marry a stock, I'm committed a hundred percent. And I, mm. that first rule needs to be tattooed on my forehead or something dramatic. Cause I just recently had a $700 loss and I'm like, yeah. Mm. And then this morning I find myself holding and I'm like, I don't even know, but my handle, um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm sassy B. Um, really new to social media, new to interacting this way. I'm a, uh, I, w I worked for the phone company. So the people I dealt with were right in front of me at all times. So the whole being online and being mobile or um, just uh, anything in general, I, 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 my interactions as far as being social are totally in person and I, I just yeah. do better in person but yeah so yeah. um as part of the challenge i commit 100 percent of my time every day all day to to learning uh, the first six months i haven't touched i didn't trade not not even a little i was actually afraid to commit well just open up the laptop and be like this is what I'm looking at. I wanted to know what I was looking at, why yeah. I was picking what I was picking and, and still learning. I mean, yeah. I learn something yeah. every day. I have aha moments every day. Yeah. So um, brand new. So I can't say that I made a penny. And if I yeah. would tell you that I'd be lying. Yeah. Um, and, and so I how many months? How many months? Um, just since May. So like May. Seven, yeah. Yeah, seven or eight months. Yeah. So um, I, I I'm committed a hundred percent because, you know, my, my entire future depends on this, um, whether or not it goes, uh, I mean, I'm one of those people that fly by with the seat of my pants. I, if I don't do this, I'll do something else, but I've always loved trading. I've always, um, when did you first get exposed to it? Well, in high school and I'm very, um, older, much older than the, the rest of the fine ladies we're looking at here. Um, so a newspaper in, in, I believe it was a math class actually. And we actually sat down every day. We pulled up the newspapers, looked at the stocks. So day one that I was, uh, then I was hooked, but I, I can't say that I followed it much past, you know, I went to college. I was, you know, I have an engineering degree in electronics, um, which means nothing in stock land, you know? Where, where so, did you say, where did you say you lived? I live in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. And Emily's on Maui. Michelle, where are you located? Um, I am in New Mexico, um, oh. up in the mountains of okay. New Mexico. Awesome. So not, and, not Roswell. So. Not what? Not Roswell. Like okay. I, okay. when I moved here, that's all I thought of. When I thought of New Mexico, I was like, oh, great aliens. <laughs> You know, but uh, no, I'm up in the mountains. It's nice. So. Understood. Tessa, remind everybody where you're where you're located. 
I'm in Washington State. Oh, and I forgot to add, I yeah. am officially a Lifetime Tim Sykes Challenge member oh, as of a few months ago. <laughs> congrats. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. You know, ladies, this, this is kind of a philosophical question, but I think I'm just curious because of your own experience thus far in trading. And just for those of you that are active on social media, what do you think if you're, if you're talking to any women right now or young, uh, even young girls that are watching this podcast, what is it that you think might be in the way of other women uh, stepping into trading? What, what would you say would be your advice to those women who don't imagine themselves stepping into this world what what would you want to say to them well we'll let you go first Tessa okay so I actually uh, since our interview I get a lot of messages like this Um, a lot of what I've noticed are mothers Um, they have several kids so they're really asking me questions how I'm able to trade with a toddler and uh, honestly Um, It is tricky. You really have to work on FOMO, which is fear of missing out and really try to be able to cut losses quickly if a trade goes against you. Or in my experience, um, my kid jumps in front of my laptop, starts trying to get on YouTube to listen to songs. Um, You have to get out of the trade because then you're distracted. And a lot of moms get discouraged because they're missing out on tons of opportunity. Maybe they can't study so much, but um, one thing that I always advise to them is yes, you're missing out now, but your kids are going to get older. They won't be there to mess with your laptop anymore as bittersweet as that is. So focus on the fact you are on the right track and your profits will come in the future. Um, Maybe get your kids into studying with you or now my kids into listening to kids songs. So he's learning over here and I'm now studying uh, right next to him. And so finding that extra time to study, even if it's nighttime, Mm. uh, And for kids who are just now getting into it, just uh, don't worry about the parties and hanging out with friends and stuff. That'll be there in the future. If they're your real friends, they'll be there in the future. Otherwise, you'll be making so much money if you stick with this that you can buy friends later on. (laughs) Oh, God, that anybody would ever have to, but I totally get it. I totally get it. So it sounds like your advice is to have a long tail perspective. Don't be expecting it to be immediate, but realize that you're planting the seeds for a, a, a changed kind of future. Exactly. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Michelle, what, what would your advice be? And to women specifically that maybe are on the fence about this. Um, well, I've always been a big fan of investing in your education. So, you know, in the beginning, I was worried about spending the money on the challenge and then the lifetime challenge. Um, but you just kind of have to look at it, especially if it's something that you're passionate about, um, that you just have to, you've got to invest in, in your own education. I mean, doctors aren't doctors overnight, you know, they have to invest all that money and time into their education as well. So, um, you know, I think a lot of women too kind of get in our own way. Um, And then, you know, um, 
I'm opposite of Tessa to where my daughter's 21 years old. So I have plenty of time now to study and everything. I just sometimes have to, I'll admit, I'm probably too lazy. Um, but that's just kind of my laid back nature. Um, and that's why it's probably taken me a little bit longer in this process. But, um, you know, get out of your own way and um, invest in your education. Um, you know, a lot of people worry about spending that money to get started. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're saying what I'm hearing is you're saying be be real realize that you have to spend the money or invest in your development for you to take yourself or your life to the next level. Right. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Emily, what would you say to the to the women who are watching or to the young girls who are watching? uh, Who you know, that's part of why I'm so excited about today's show is because I feel like you have to see it to become it. And just women watching now, seeing that there's so many ladies here who are in the game, that just makes it, I think, a lot more of an option for them uh, than just hearing like, well, they could go down this road. It's like, now you ladies are all the evidence that this is really doable and possible. So Emily, what's your advice to those ladies or young women who are out there? Absolutely. Um, I think with trading, I, I've worked with a lot of women and like starting their own like businesses or trying to go off the beaten path as far as what they want to do for work. I've never, my only nine to five I've worked, um, was at Tesla. So that was really amazing. But, um, with women, I think the idea of carving your own path, especially in a male dominated industry and something that has a lot of like masculine aspects to it. You have to be super analytical. And obviously the caveat is like, not all women are like this, but we are definitely more emotionally tied to things. We're more nurturing. We um, like view money, maybe a little bit of a different way, Mm -hmm. but I think with women who want to start something, whether it's a new business or trading, like this is their new baby. And it does trading at its core, you have to put money forward in order to get a return back. So not only investing in your education, but also feeling confident enough to go through with your plan and put money forward to get something out. And I've had a huge journey with money, uh, with my perception of money and how I view money. Cause I'm always like, gotta like save every penny, gotta save every penny with, with trading. And for a lot of women, I think that's what stops them a lot of the time. And just cause it's something that I think a lot of women don't venture into, mm. but viewing it as something where in the beginning you are really planting seeds for your future. And if you invest the time and the money into learning the skill Maybe it's not in the first year. Maybe it's not in the second year. But if women recognize the idea that this is a skill that will never go away for the next however many years of their life, and if they start young, like 20, 18, wherever, even any time in their life, if they start young and put the time forward, and you don't have to study 20 hours a day. I think it's so important to have a work-life balance and study all the time and like as much as you can, but it's actually applying that. But if you can plant seeds and start studying now this is a skill that will grow into giant like redwood trees for the rest of your life if you want and you now have since you're dedicating this time now for the rest of your life you're going to be able to be free free time wise free location wise and the idea of learning something that will never go away and that you will only get better at like there is no other direction 
And with so many industries, like with marketing, it's constantly changing. There's this new social platform. There's this new thing going on. So many industries are evolving, but this is something, of course, like I think every um, trading plan has an expiration date having to do with the market. But this is something where if you invest your time now, you will have fruit for the rest of your life. And I think having a good support system and it also just adds to so much personal development in your character as well. And like learning a new skill and like seeing the fruits of your labor is such an encouraging thing for women. And I think it's so cool for women to be able to be able to choose what they want to do in their lives, whether they want to get married for this reason or want to have kids for this reason. They don't have to be um, restricted to any kind of location, but you really have to figure out your why and let that lead you in your decision-making process with like learning a skill like this. Awesome. It's awesome. Brandy, what, what's your advice to the, to the ladies out there who are thinking about this? Just take off your uh, microphone. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I, I would have to agree a hundred percent with all the other ladies. Very, very kudos. Um, I'm one of those people that um, I usually don't address a situation until it's really close to my face. So um, coming from knowing absolutely nothing, Mm -hmm. I say take the plunge and absorb the wonderful amount of support that that the women in trading offer because it is phenomenal. It is unbelievable. Um, especially how, if you how, how, how so like how how have you experienced that support from other women well um I me personally um I don't have family where I am I, I moved away from my family for my job and um from my kids so um for me when I first you know, got in touch with Tim Sykes, Tessa shows up immediately. And I don't know, there is just, there was something about Tessa that made me just want to do it. I don't know what it was. So when I reached out to her at first, she was like, oh, hey, and just started going with the like amazing support. Um, Along with all, you know, I know we, these ladies that um, are on the show, they, we all spoke, we all have um, a a little Twitter message going on. And, and it seems like on Twitter, we are all very active and support each other. Um, Mm -hmm. If I see one of them pop up, I'm one of the first ones to say, Hey, great job. Or thank you, because I'm not doing very well in that aspect either, you know? So once you are faced with a decision if it's a matter of do or don't i'm always about making yourself better um and as far as support i I depend on everybody in in social media for the support and and it's tough because uh, don't get me wrong there are plenty of fine gentlemen out there that are looking to make you look silly um and so when the women are like hey you know, don't listen to them. Do this, do that. It, it helps. It, it, it really, really helps. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Brandy. Tessa, what, what do you feel for yourself in your own journey has been kind of the aha moment, at least thus far? What's one of the pieces of knowledge that you didn't, uh, couldn't have imagined developing or now having for yourself that changed things in trading? You know, I can't really say there's just one aha moment. I yeah. know I've heard 
a ton of traders say that in interviews and giving advice and all that sort of stuff. But the biggest thing that I've noticed even recently is a lot of traders begin jumping into trading, trying this pattern, that pattern, a whole bunch of different stuff that they see or they're learning. And just recently, I even just wrote a blog post on this over the weekend, um, focusing on one setup because um, myself included, like a lot of other traders, we don't know what we're good at in the beginning. So yeah. I got to try this. I got to try that. I got to find what I'm good at. That kind of mentality, I feel like and from experience um, is the wrong mentality. Um, if you think that you don't want to have the risk of blowing up an account by shorting a stock, uh, betting against the stock, because uh, theoretically the losses are to the moon, essentially. Um, they're just, they can keep going. So if you don't want that, um, starting uh, trading going long by having a cash account it's very limiting and it's like having your own PDT without um, having a margin account and focusing on one setup. Now, uh, different markets have different things going on, but um, starting with uh, like Tim Sykes's first green day holding overnight pattern, that's what I began with. I chose once or sorry, one setup yep. and that made a, a huge difference because I could pick out, well, first, what's a, what's a first green day? Is it just a green candlestick? Is it one that's really big with lots of volume? You learn to pick out the details so that way you can start mastering it. Now, um, yes, like right now, the first green day holding overnight is a hit and miss, but you can still trade it intraday uh, in the same day and take your profits into the close. So you're tweaking a little bit, but you're still learning what that first green day setup is. And focusing on just one setup at a time, you can learn, hey, I'm just not getting it. Or hey, I've taken the time and I understand this now. So I now can trade these first green days. Um, OTCs, listed stocks doesn't, well, they are different. So that's another thing you could focus on is the difference between the two. Um, and that's how I've been able to uh, grow my account over the five, six months since we last spoke is yeah. by narrowing down on one strategy. Now, when we last spoke, um, I was focusing on morning panic dip buys on listed stocks because stocks were going crazy because of the pandemic. Well, I haven't seen too many lately, so I've shifted to Jack Kellogg's strategy, um, the OT swizzle, where it spikes up. Uh, it's also considered the ABCD uh, pattern, so it spikes up. Uh, makes higher lows, uh, goes sideways for a bit, and then spikes up again. And I like to buy in the consolidation period and sell into the spike. Now, you can find whether or not the first green day in that works, the second green day, um, the breakouts, but it's the same pattern and you can learn everything about that. So I would say 
um, that would be my one big nugget of information that I've learned recently is instead of focusing and being sporadic on all these different strategies, focusing one at a time, it's a lot easier for you to narrow your focus and learn what you're uh, good and bad at. That's awesome. Thank you for that. That's really, it's a really, I think it's such great advice, Tessa. I really do. Uh, Brandy, what's your, what's your advice or not, not so much advice, but more like your aha moment that you feel if, if you had heard that aha moment before uh, you started that you're like, oh, this is so important. I'm so glad I have this knowledge now. Well, honestly, I have five of them every day. I, <laughs> and, but, but for me, it's because I constantly go over the material if there's if there's any advice I can give anybody, and I'll never forget my interview with the uh, for the challenge. Um, the guy was very honest and said it's like a fire hose of information spraying directly in your face, and that is the honest to God truth. Um, my my first, I was just overwhelmed. So if nothing else, I, I agree a hundred percent you know, with Tessa, uh, when you get into the blood and guts of it. Um, but just starting, I would have to say is, is start small, you know, mm-hmm. um, follow the rules. If there is nothing, I know I preach, follow the rules. I can't do it myself, but um, you got to follow the rules and be consistent. And just for me, repetition that yeah. my like, uh, and you know, constant repetition i'm one of those i don't you have to tell me five times before i listen and but once it's in there it doesn't go away you know i get that that. it's awesome emily how about you what's an aha moment thus far in your trading experience yeah um so i would love to go off of what tessa said because that is truly what my strategy has been the past four months and I started with a cash account um, immediately. My, I was kind of like, oh, I'll start with a paper account. And it's cool being with um, a man because he's like, no, like start with cash. Like nothing prepares <laughs> you like that does. And it, it's really true. So I started immediately and I am green since the beginning. And I'm, I really attribute that to, I did the 30-day boot camp, which is if anybody asks, that is immediately where I direct them. I think it is the most go over it twice. It is bite-sized amounts of information and the um, verbiage after that and the workbook part of it, that truly gave me such an edge in beginning my journey because I had an overall perspective of what was out there, but I didn't, and it was, it was overwhelming for sure, but it was such an amazing, like the best money I've ever spent on education material because it gave me an overarching picture of what um, this entire market represented in the seven step framework applies in every trade with um, any small cap or OTC. But going from there, I truly have only been researching and I've been doing a little bit, but researching one pattern this entire time. And that is breakout patterns. So my first aha moment was when um, I learned about like the bullish flag and I was like, oh, okay, like the bullish flag. And it's where a stock basically spikes, then holds and consolidates near its highs. And there are a bunch of other factors that apply to this, um, as always with any pattern. But I realized that in this particular pattern, it was it correlated with my personality so well because the risk to reward was so high. 
I got in the dips of consolidation. Um, my risk is always the bottom of that consolidation and I always wait to see if it holds there. But I started doing this in the first time, I think it was on NWBO and I had amazing gains. And when I would get into this pattern, it was the beautiful part was I would see my mentors in the chat being like, oh, I'm buying into the dips here, like Jackaroo. And he is notorious for getting into these trades. I'm like, yes, like That's Jackaroo funny. confirmed it. <laughs> and, um, so I just started, I was like, wow, this is an amazing pattern. And there are so many nuances to this specific pattern, but the risk to reward really fit my personality. I am super patient. So I'd buy into the consolidation all day. It would um, spike into the close and I would either get out there just to be safe or hold overnight because it definitely is a hit or miss. I'm kind of on the tail end of like the most amazing market. Um, but yeah, that was my aha moment thus far and really focusing on one pattern. Uh, there's so much information out there for so many different patterns. And if this pattern's working for me, I'm not going to try and buy the dip and chase the knife if I don't understand how to do that. And especially since this pattern is so it just consolidates and that's the beauty of it because you can keep watching and keep seeing if this is going um, as directed. So taking in all the different aspects of a pattern, I think, and focusing on one that matches your style because there's so many YouTube videos from amazing traders all over that have a different perspective and you can um, cherry pick all these amazing tools and all this amazing information to apply to this specific pattern. And if that's working for you, you only need, I think the, the best traders have three go-to patterns and they know everything about those things. And it really also makes your emotional standpoint in being like during the trading day feel good. Cause you're not always looking for an opportunity. You're looking for one great setup that could, the winning percentage of that could be enough for your entire week. So yeah, Beautiful. that was my aha moment thus far. Gr great advice. Great advice. Michelle, let us know your aha moment that you wish so, you saw, well, not so much that you wish you saw sooner because you just started out, but just that aha moment that you're like, I could tell somebody now to keep an eye out for. So um, my aha moment was probably just a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, I'm, you know, a little bit older. Uh, and so I'm old school. I like to write everything down, mm -hmm. um, take tons of notes. I'm going to still, got, I got my notebook here. Um, and I wasn't saving my charts and I know this sounds like a really beginner thing, but I was just kind of stubborn. I'm like, oh, I'll just jot it all down and write it all down. Um, and I was talking with Steven Johnson and he was like, you need to save your charts. And so I was like, you know what? All right, fine, I'll save my charts. So um, I figured out how to save the charts and do all the little, you know, diagrams and whatnot. And that's really, you know, like the whole, like, Emily's pattern that she really likes. It's kind of like, you know, it's Tim Bowen's, um, you know, red to green move or the consolidation all day for the breakout in the afternoon or whatnot. Um, and I can see it. So it's different seeing it on the chart than it is writing it down. Although, you know, my old school ways, I've always learned by doing and writing and just kind of the whole, re you know, wash, rinse, repeat. And, um, but yeah, the saving of the charts and going back to the actual picture of the chart and looking at it and going, okay, that's where I messed up. Mm. That's really kind of my aha. That's, so. that's awesome. That's great. Good for you that you were open to that advice, even though it was not exactly what you were used to and what you right. kind of 
had found success in before. You know, I think I think one of the things that is so remarkable about the concept of trading is you do have to be willing to uh, step into discomfort, step into an experience that may it's like, uh, you know, when you're when you're new on the ocean, you know, in a a boat or in a canoe or what have Mm -hmm. you, they they talk about getting your seed legs, you know, you have like you're, you're not on land anymore. There's a Mm -hmm. different way of walking when you're on a ship or boat, like there's a different way of showing up, you have to watch your balance. If you're in canoe, I'm in a canoe. That's a great analogy. I grew up on a boat. So that's an awesome analogy. Right, fluid, and you know you've got to be. You have to be fluid. It's it's like there's a different language out on the ocean than there is on land, and I feel like when you step and and just like the concept of like the men who walk on the moon, right? They 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 don't have gravity, right? So so there's just there's this mindset that it seems it is a requirement of entry to step into trading that you're, you're willing to realize you're in a new place with a new language, with a new sense of energy. Uh, And how does one navigate this? How does one, you know, you you've learned all that you've learned thus far, but it's like, you almost have to leave it at the gate. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very stubborn. So it's like, you know, okay fine. I'll do the chart saving. You know what I mean? So, but, but it's interesting, Michelle, you know, you say stubborn and Brandy spoke to about being stubborn a little bit. Um, and I feel like Tessa in our first conversation, you spoke a little bit about too, like you (laughs) make up your mind and Emily, I'm still getting to know you, but I sense you have a, you know, you have a position or an opinion. You probably hold on to it too. And I almost wonder, if that's the secret sauce, like maybe we're not going to call it stubborn, right? But I'm thinking that the that what we could call that is a perseverance or a sense of you know uh, tolerance for discomfort. Yeah, I love I love the word perseverance. I um you know I, I grew up on a boat. I told you, and my father he named his second shrimp boat the Perseverance. Wow, because yeah, we just don't tend to give up we might be stubborn and hard-headed and it might take us two or three years to get it but we're gonna do it you know so we always persevere so yeah and I think you know in a way stepping into a brand new world like trading is you you sort of have to be somebody who has a strong opinion because this Mm -hmm. is it's volatile like yes. if you, you know, like that, that saying of like a willow tree, like y- you have to have roots that are really strong into the ground, but you mm-hmm. have to be flexible. Right. Yes. But if you don't have that mm-hmm. anchor holding you to this sense of like, I'm not giving up, you know, mm-hmm. call it stubborn, but I'm, I'm thinking that's determination, you know? Yes. Yeah. Actually one thing, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, I was watching one of the steady trade twist episodes and I think it was with uh, Bryce on there mm-hmm. um, and they were talking about how you can or, or maybe it was Matthew Monaco talking about how he likes to be right well that goes in with being stubborn but one thing that I guess it would tie into the aha moment as well is you can still be right by cutting the loss because you are right to cut that loss because the trade went against you. And I was like, you know, that's a really good idea. I mean, you're still right. Maybe that pattern just didn't work out the way 
it, it could have been that fluke that doesn't work out or right. whatever the reason is, but you're still right for cutting that loss and it saves you money. <laughs> it's just perspective. It's just perspective. And, and I really do feel that that's part of what the women uh, who come into trading, what their strength is, is I do think women have a tendency to have the, because of the journey of just being a woman in, in maybe a man's world or a, a predominantly like say male dominated world. I think we, we have already had to learn how to be so flexible and so kind of uh, adapt like to different situations in, in other personal areas of our life that I have no doubt that is one of the strengths we just organically have. If you're, you know, a woman in today's world, you, you're going to be able to that will be one of your uh, secret weapons, I feel, in coming into trading. You've already been so incredibly adaptable. If you survived your life thus far, yeah. you're damn well going to be able to take that adaptability into trading, sure. which I think is a non-negotiable. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, so uh, uh, two questions, and I'm going to ask you guys to just take them on one at a time. So I'm curious if you could just give us a sense of what you're, how many hours a day you're trading and not so much trading, but watching the market. So how many hours a day are you watching the market? How often are you trading? Uh, so concept of day and what your week looks like. And then the sec, well, let's just stay there. And then I'll come to the, to the second question. We, we have We've been going for about 47 minutes, so we probably have about 10 minutes, but I do have another question I want to ask. So let's start with you, Michelle. Tell me like what your day-to-day looks like and your week looks like so people get a feel of like how you do it time of day as well when you start. Please give us that. So I'm in mountain time, so I'm two hours behind the market. Um, I get up uh, usually at 6, um, 6 a.m., um, I always have um, the market up. I'm always watching it. Um, I did also start to realize that I was over trading. So what I do now is I'll watch the market um, and I'll throw on some video lessons or something on my TV in the background or something to kind of keep me away from trying, oh, you know, I want to chase this trade because that's where I was messing up a lot. Um, So I watch the market from open to close. Um, I don't necessarily pay attention to after hours. Um, just because I don't want to be tempted. Um, same with pre-market. Um, so it's an all-day thing for me. My boyfriend works Monday through Friday, 7 to 4.30. So he's gone. I'm doing my thing. And then when he comes home, I do, you know, because you got to have a little bit of, you know, work-life balance. You know, it's a good mental reset sometimes, which I've needed. Um, and so when he's home, I kind of turn everything off for a couple hours and just spend that time with him. Um, I used the beginning of this week as kind of a mental reset because I was over trading last week. My mom was in town and I just, it was just too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so um, I think it's important to have that work-life balance and yeah. not feel bad about it, you know? Yeah. So. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Brandy, how about you? Well, um, like I said, I dedicate, pretty much 100% of my time to it. Uh, I wake up in the morning. I don't get up till about seven. I learned a hard lesson where I, when I stopped my other job, um, I was in a routine. It was a very, very strict routine. And also that's, you know, any 
uh, even more advice is you've got to make it your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't consider it a job though, because I just enjoy it. I get yeah. excited at night when I turn everything off and I'm like, Oh, I can't wait till tomorrow. Like, yes. like yes. and it is, it is, um, it's, it's just something that excites me. So, um, my day starts about seven. I check in with Tim Bowen every morning at eight 30, um, mm-hmm. uh, making breakfast, uh, my day revolves around trading. It's kind of mm-hmm. sad, but I don't have anything else going. And I figure why not? Yeah, yeah I got it. I got it. It makes it what's, and it's, if it's making you this happy, I mean, I'm thinking, it, how is that, is, how is that a downside? <laughs> well, it, it is absolutely crazy. I guess it's just because my, my old job is very physical. And when I say physical, I go to work and I come home and just die I mean if it's snowing outside you know I'm wearing the snow boots and you know the the hats the everything so to be able to sit at home when it starts snowing outside I can't do anything but smile I'm like yay (laughs) not having to be out in the snow not having to be out in the snow and and how about you Tessa what what's the what's the date look like by way of thought paying attention to the market, especially with your responsibility to take care of your two-year-old. Yeah, so it's definitely changed a ton since last time we spoke. Um, I'm focusing only on OTCs right now, not morning panics, nothing, just this one pattern. And so um, I'm waking up at 9 a.m. Eastern now instead of uh, pre-market hours um, because OTC trading doesn't start till 9.30 a.m. Eastern. And um, I'm watching the stocks sometimes just the entire day and none of the patterns show up or maybe after 15 minutes they'll show up and, um, OTC trading is a lot slower, um, when it comes to my pattern than, um, trading panic dip buys, which are usually within the first 15, 30 minutes. Um, I can be holding a position for, uh, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. It just depends how long it consolidates and spikes. So I, I'm always watching the markets because now I figured out how to hook my laptop to the TV. So I got a TV for my kid. I got a TV for my stocks. <laughs> I have TVs everywhere or laptops everywhere. I'm checking um, the challenge chat on my phone to hear what uh, OTC is hot right now. So I can see if it's fit in my pattern. Um, if I'm in the car, I got, um, challenge webinars going since I made it through all 6,000 plus video lessons, I'm now working through all the challenge webinars. And so they're just constantly playing. Like, um, I was listening um, uh, to them on the drive here. I'll be listening to them as soon as this interview is over. Um, I sleep with them on every time I wake up, I'm replaying where I start or where I fell asleep at. I know. I have my entire wardrobe now. Yes, yeah, I saw the stocks to trade shirt. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> no, for those I, those that are listening on iTunes, guys, she's got on a stocks to trade t shirt. She's all in. <laughs> she's all in. Yep, I got a coffee mug, sweatshirts. Oh, and it, so stocks to trade and Karma Gawa stuff for charity. Um, but my life is all trading. I, and that's pretty much all I talk to my parents about <laughs> my grandparents. Uh, my kid has watched so many of Tim's <laughs> videos. He now says study. 
study. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. He's gonna he's gonna get to meet Tim one day, and he'll be like Uncle Tim, <laughs> and Tim will, Tim will be like, "Who are who are you, kid?" And he'll be like, "He'll know he'll know everything about Tim Sykes." He'll be like Uncle Tim. <laughs> well, I think Tim knows him too now. He's been he watching Gross uh, and these little retweet and all the pictures of right. studying. And so some people have even joked saying that uh, he'll be calling Tim Dad. Yeah, he probably will. <laughs> he probably will. In in Hawaii, anybody that's older than us, we call auntie or uncle. So I, I absolutely yeah, see your yes. son like you know having this big impact of knowing his voice, having had probably listening to him in utero too. You know, like he's yeah. Like, I'm still waiting for the cuss words, Tim. Keep them going. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Those curse words. Just remember some of some of the kids around are listening. (laughs) But this is this is the finance world. Having been in it for 24 years, I curse like a sailor now. And uh, there are times when you know I've listened to some interviews and I'm like, oh my God, the people who don't understand the finance world are gonna be like, wow, she's got such a mouth. (laughs) Just it's just part of the yeah. But my my understanding is that actually people who curse a lot supposed to indicate they have high intelligence. Just for the record, ladies. Just for the record. I should be super smart because I have a sailor's <laughs> mouth as well. I'm with you. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you don't have to be smart to trade because I don't actually cuss that much. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You're hilarious. All right, Emily, how about you? Let us have a sense of how often you're watching the market, what the day-to-day or week looks like uh, by way of your practices? Yeah, so I definitely have a unique situation because as you know, living on the big island, the market opens so early in the morning. Um, So half the time, I mean, we just started with daylight savings now, um, but I'm waking up at 2.30 a.m. every single day since we started and the market opens at 3.30 a.m. So um, I'm normally waking up 2.30 or 3 and the market opens at 3.30 and pretty much like there is nothing else going on in the world. Like we're on an island in the middle of the ocean and it it is just quiet um, watching the sunrise every morning. But it's, I'm, I'm truly blessed in that way because you don't really have FOMO during the day because it is so early. Yeah. And by the time the market closes, it's only 10 o'clock in the morning yeah. and you've already had like an entire day of trading. So um, I'm normally watching the market the entire time. We, uh, me and my boyfriend trade together. So we have the challenge chat room on our TV and um, we're watching the market, watching the chat room. I'm kind of studying to see my pattern show up, but also watching that pattern show up for other people and just taking notes of what's going on. Um, I love to look at macroeconomics as well during the day. Cause I love just, I love my long-term por- portfolio as well. And I'm always trying to see what's going on and what, um, the sector rotation, what's going on uh, other parts of the world, but I'm pretty much trading the entire day. Um, when it's slow, we'll normally do some yoga, do some stretching. Um, we've I've been getting in the habit of like every hour we have a pull-up bar, but I'll either do push-ups or pull-ups just to like get blood flowing and like keep my. I'm a yogi at heart, so uh, I love yoga, and I'm always trying to like make sure my posture is good and like get blood flowing the entire day. Um, but right around like the lunch hours for trading, we'll take a little break, take a shower, make breakfast, um, watch the sunrise, like just try and have that work-life balance um, while also being present for trading. Yeah. And then um, we, since the market closes 
relatively like in the morning for us, we study during the day, absolutely. And I study on my own and he studies his patterns. Um, but I truly believe in the idea of work-life balance, always have, like that's why we're doing this because we make money from our laptops anywhere. So right after the market, I'm at the gym every day. I love it, whether it's um, cycling or weightlifting or whatever, we always do that. And then we're both really avid um, watermen. So surfing every day, uh, paddle boarding. I love to free dive in the ocean and go snorkeling and hiking. Like we're in such a beautiful place. So always making sure we're enjoying um, every single day in some way together. And yeah, um, I, know, I didn't hear paddling in there, Emily. You're not you're not out in a six man canoe or a one man canoe. I, I haven't yet. I would absolutely love to try like the traditional um, Hawaiian canoeing, but I've just gotten a paddleboard so far, but I would love to try. You'll be um, great at it. If you, if you, if you do a lot of uh, stand up uh, paddle, you'll, you'll see how valuable that will be to you being able absolutely, to be a paddler. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's winter time now. So the waves are getting pretty good and we're yeah. right on a break. So it's like, if anyone is listening to the surfer, it's like, if there are waves, like we are definitely going, like even awesome. the only thing that can stop us is the market being really good or us. <laughs> the trade. Um, but yeah, sense. definitely. Makes sense. And what, time, what time do you go to sleep so that you can get up at two thirty-three? Um, So at night, we're probably starting to go to bed around seven o'clock, but I'm going to, we're going to bed between seven and eight every single day. And we're both yeah. like, we don't really party or do anything like that so and we both have always woken up really early so yeah it's definitely um it's it's all the the best things in life what we're doing every day for at least like your soul and I think learning every day and being on a learning curve with your partner and growing with your partner is like it's been such an amazing experience so I feel super blessed and grateful for that for sure for sure plus Hawaii is not really known for its nightlife I've never I used to go to dinner at nine o'clock now I go to bed at nine o'clock so So it's like, it's, it's really cool being able to trade on that time frame on an island. Cause like, there's nothing going on. And it's just, if you aren't trading, you just have nature and peace and like all to enjoy. So as soon as your trading day is done, now you're in this, like basically garden of Eden that you get to enjoy and like relax from the trading day. So it's just a really perfect um, dynamic of like duality. Yeah. So true. So true. All right, ladies, we're probably going to wrap this up. I can't even thank you all enough for coming here today, for having the courage to do what you're all doing. Uh, I'm so inspired by all of you and encouraged. You know, I have not begun my uh, official trading yet. I think I've had a couple of paper trades with uh, Bryce Davis, but but I'm going to get there. I've been so busy with this and, you know, my love, my first love is always going to be coaching. uh, But this is just, you know, a further encourage me to get going. So as we close up, what I'm going to ask you guys is to just talk a little bit about the mentors that have had an impact on you to, to say, say their names that, you know, and these are, and these are mentors, yes, for trading, but also just like personal mentors who you feel have probably encouraged you or helped you kind of have the guts to step into this direction. So please give a shout out to those that you feel have mentored you along the way, whether they know you or not, you know? Um, so Tim Seitz obviously has been a great mentor of mine. Um, and so in the trading world, as far as mentors go, I'll say um, Tim Sykes, Tim Bowen, um, Stephen Johnson, 
Um, and then in my personal life, my boyfriend in the last five years, um, he's just been super supportive in anything I wanted to do. And, you know, he's made this um, transition from working, you know, full-time in retail to being able to focus on this now. Um, and he's always been a go-getter himself. So he's been a, a great mentor and support for me. So That's awesome. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Brandy, how about you? Um, I love Tim Sykes. I love Paul, um, along with everybody from the Stocks to Trade team. I think um, Stocks to Trade is definitely a huge asset to this. Um, I would say that my in my personal life, uh, my best friend, um, Angie, she really is the only one that stuck by me for the last 10 years to say, wow. whatever you stick your mind to, you can do it. I get my stubbornness from my parents, both my mom and my dad. So as far as support is concerned, I would definitely give them their kudos. So yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Brandy. Emily, how about you? Um, for trading, definitely, of course, Timothy Sykes, his overall like personality and what he does for the world is like, that is the number one thing I cannot wait to do. And that he, I just love what, everything he's about and everything that he um, uses his money to utilize other people and create education and opportunity for other people, I think is amazing. Um, I'm 23. I just turned 23. So Matt Monaco, Kyle Williams, Jack Aroo, being able to see young people um, in successful, whether they're like a man or woman, I'm like, I'm just a sponge. I'm like anybody, an elf, I don't care. I'm like, if you have information <laughs> I can learn from, I am truly inspired by it. Um, so all of them. A lot of young traders have started this year that I have been, I'm like, wow, like this is a really, really amazing opportunity, but definitely the young people mm. and the dedication to it. Um, in my personal life, my mom is always, always there to say like, Emily, you can do whatever you want. Um, my dad as well, he passed away a few years ago and mm. him and his success, it's always been a dream of mine to like, even though he can't necessarily see me, I'm like, okay, like, I got this dad, like, don't worry. And just to be able to pursue that success and like have him be proud of me for that is something I've always um, been really, really excited and uh, happy about. So, and then also my partner, Trip. he's in the chat room. Um, he's on Twitter as well, but he is just Great. the most incredible partner I could possibly ask for. So encouraging, wow. totally a mentor for me in way more ways than one. Um, just the best trading partner, the best adventure buddy, always um, encouraging me philosophically with my personal development, um, has my heart, has my back, like just having a partner like that is truly, truly special. So, and then having a supportive family as well, but yeah, all the trading out there, it's good. That's awesome. Awesome. Tessa, how about you? Uh, Personally, I have way too many like friends (laughs) and family that are very encouraging um, so there's way too many to name, honestly, there. Um, but then for trading mentors, I met all the greats, like um, Tim Sykes, of course, because he got me started and I'm in it for life now. Yeah. Um, but all of his top students mm-hmm. and I, I, there's so many to name there, too. I I could spend forever. I mean, they've pretty much named all of us. <laughs> I think we're all learning from a, a lot of the same people. And I believe Brandy, when she's talking about Paul, Paul Scalardi super trades. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> him his name out there in case people. Sorry. Want to yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yes. That's all wonderful. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Ladies. You too. I have to thank you too. Because yeah, seriously. Huge impact with the cycle. Definitely. Thank you. Uh-oh. Yeah. Thanks. Beautiful. You got you guys are really, I think just having uh, the ladies come together. Uh, I can feel the energy. I can feel the support that you have and the respect you have for each other and the encouragement, like how you want to have each other's backs and uh, already have each other's backs. And I really, my hope is that every woman watching uh is inspired. I know they'll be walking away inspired from all of your stories and from your journey. So thank you for coming today. Thank you for sharing, you know, what it's been like. I know we're only getting a small window into all that's a foot for you. Please all stay in touch with me. And then maybe we can come back together, you know, six months from now or a year and check in. Absolutely. Okay. So stay for sure, stay in touch and, uh, you know, just, just know that, you and the impact you're having beyond even just your own personal you're taking complete uh autonomy over for yourself and your life and the direction and not everybody uh, does that so it's it's really very inspiring and i'm excited to hear uh, all the comments so to all of our stocks to uh trade steady trade viewers please uh let us know what you found to be the most uh, inspiring about this conversation today. Uh, always leave your comments uh, on YouTube. We, we're always reading them and always paying attention. And uh, other than that, I think I'm going to say a hui ho. We say that in Hawaii. Of course, Emily knows that, which means mm-hmm. until we meet again. Thank you all for watching uh, the Steady Trade podcast. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. Aloha for now.